0: Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? Hey folks, what's up? Uh, I'm back, we're back. Just me. No Remy, he's downstairs. I'm up here. I'm bringing in you your weekly podcast how you guys do? no one's saying anything to me back why do i do that i don't know it's just something to start the show what the fuck do i know i don't know shit um anyways uh yeah gonna try to have some people on guest wise and maybe make it a little more casual just kind of like have someone over and just kind of bullshit i know before i've been kind of showcasing people which i really do enjoy doing and i'll never not do that and if there's anything that i can help access or help my friends become accessible in terms of like their creative endeavors or you know supporting them in any way shape and form i want to do that but like uh for example but bad etiquette podcast alumni zach honeycutt i'm gonna have him on just to like kick it and like bullshit not talk about like each other so much and just kind of like fucking i don't know just do something casual i like the idea of that and i think i like the more casual more like almost not radio show but just like bullshitting you know just fucking like come over let's kick it let's chalk let let's chalk let's let's chalk okay let's chalk no yeah let's talk let's kick it and uh, yeah things like that Thank you again to everyone who donated to the paypal paypal that's paypal.me bad dallas i really appreciate it i'm still bringing you guys shows because of that it's helped me significantly you have no idea it means the world to me that anyone wants to support this even financially even just by liking sharing subscribing rating any of that shit if you guys like the show please do that that's fucking awesome it means the world to me and then i get to go do things and um, you know, sorry, there's probably going to be like a commercial later in this that'll have the same thing reminding you. I'm not trying to hound you. It's just doing my due diligence as a content creator. And um, first things first, uh, I want to get to uh, Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, Jackie Brown, and Three from Hell, which I'll hopefully be able to do a, a movie review of coming in October because I'm nowhere near where they're playing it in theaters. I'll go uh, get the DVD or the um, Blu-ray. I still don't own a Blu-ray player. If anyone has any leads on a Blu-ray player, fucking hit me up because I ain't spending like $50 on a cheap one for it to be outdated in a year and like broken, and I'm certainly not spending a fucking wad of cash on a fucking blu-ray play how, like how do people even just get them there's i think everywhere I, I know it happens all of you fucking people out there are gamers and play video games and you can just put your blu-rays in there right that's how you do it i know people don't even have like they're like i don't even have i don't even know i just put it in the fucking the game station cube thing like what the fuck i like what i don't i don't get it who the fuck why the fuck how the fuck how do you afford it when did you decide like oh this is better than being outside like I don't get it i don't get it people spend hours on that grown adults people older than me who should be uh you know chasing their dreams just stuck on video games i will never understand it and if i'm saying these things and they're really speaking to you like hey that's that's me he's talking about well take a fucking good look at yourself jesus christ man so your problem you're your pro- part of the problem i don't, actually i don't really care because like the more people just stuck at home playing video games that means like the easier it is in the free market of dream chasing and then there's less competition there's less people you know to take a piece of the pie and you can get more piece of the pie maybe bigger piece of the pie and whatever you know unless your dream is to like play video games and like get paid money for that that's awesome like that's cool too i did not even think about that like people legit make money just by playing video games right that's like what the twitch thing is the twitch streaming thing is blows my mind i have no idea what the fuck that is i have no idea why people do that that shit is fucking bananas i don't i don't know i think i'm like will always just secretly deep down be bitter that it was one more thing that alienated me from the rest of the kids growing up is I didn't have video games. My family could not afford video games. They did not buy video games. I don't know if they didn't believe in it or it was just like, there's no way. I like To me, I knew that the amount of money it cost to buy a PlayStation or an Xbox or a GameCube or I don't know what other ones there was or like a you know, Game Boy or whatever the fuck they were or a PSP, like... All the money you could spend on using that shit or on like that shit, you could, I could buy like 10 action figures and like a fucking one like one of those Star Wars battleship. Dude, one of my favorite toys I ever got was the Star Wars clone trooper like gunship, you know, the ones that fucking deliver the clones and attack of the clones and just drop them into the arena on Geonosis or whatever the fuck the planet's called i love that shit i'm so glad i have that because i still to this day just picture like oh that's fun like my imagination um, is still playing with toy. <laughs> that's kind of sad I, I i play in my imagination with toys but not like legitimately have fun in real life anymore maybe maybe the video game people got it figured out but anyways like one one christmas my brother spent like over a hundred dollars like all of his money on i think it was a game boy Advance, like the black one that like folded and stuff and like he could maybe afford one game and it's just like that was all of his christmas money just gone gone like that i remember being like six or seven years old getting like almost 130 dollars in christmas money from all my relatives you know when you're young and uh maybe this is just a a white privilege thing but like and you just everyone just like gives you like gift cards walmart gift cards toys or us fucking you know rip you know kb toys whatever fucking things i it was the year jurassic park 3 came out i went and got fucking three oh shit didn't turn my phone off um i got th- like Wait, what am I saying? Jurassic Park 3? I got so many fucking Jurassic Park action figures and toys. I got, like, all the dinosaurs and the fucking the Jeep toys. Like, ah, oh, dude, it's awesome. I fucking don't even know, like, what compelled me to be so into Jurassic Park. But number three came out, and I thought that was the shit. I don't know if that tells you guys anything, that I had an odd obsession with Jurassic Park 3. Easily, like, one of the darker, grimmest, like, installments of the whole franchise. Just this, like, strange, gory fucking weird one. Like, the second one's kind of... I don't remember. Like, there's something going on in the second one no one talks about. The opening, that little girl getting, like, destroyed by copies. That was gnarly. That traumatized me as a kid. Now I watch it, I'm like, thank God, fucker. Annoying little brat. Like, I just wish we had copies just scooping up little neighborhood kids all the time. Just, like, shutting them up. Ugh. Ugh. I can, like, literally hear my neighbor's kid just like, Mom! 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 My mom would elbow me into the fucking drywall if I ever did that shit. I don't know. Like, when the fuck? Is it just like you're just an unequipped mom and you're stupid enough to get pregnant and you just had this little fucker? You just had this little fucker and now he's just like, Mom, you have no idea what to do, but you know you can't just, like, murder it because you already missed that opportunity with the whole abortion thing. Oh, maybe, but anyways, rest in peace, Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding horror icon. He he just won the Vincent Price Award for his accomplishments in horror cinema. For his like legendary status, let me look this shit up. Got the news right here. Okay, I'm typing slow. I'm dumb. Okay, Sid Haig. Sid Hague, Horror icon Sid Haig, actor from House of a Thousand Corpses, dies at 80. Horror actor and cult figure. Oh man, what a fucking bummer. I was like, I want to say I was one of the absolute fucking first people to find out because his wife shared something on his Instagram. And it was like the first minute it was posted, there was like still like single digit, double digit likes on the post and like less than five comments on it, you know? And I fucking, yeah, come in. What's that? Yeah, I am recording. This is my silent brother. He's gone deaf and mute now. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, shit. He sewed a fucking, what is this? what do you call it like a bean bag like a bean bag but like one of those ones you microwave for your uh fucking your your sore neck there it's awesome you could freeze it you could freeze it here let me pause this be right back hey bad etiquette listener if you're enjoying the show and would like to support the podcast you can donate to our paypal at paypal.me slash bad all right i'm back sorry about that i just realized that i mentioned that he was uh, deaf and mute and i realized i do have a deaf brother so different one this is a different one different brother this is justin the one who helped me found this podcast and the website and the logo and is pretty much like you know if this play if this one ever takes off we'll be like some horrible legal battle over who owns what <laughs> part of this podcast um and he got like helped me set up these arms and you know and remy's his dog remy remy's here now actually if you didn't hear remy say hi come here come here bud oh he's very stressed because he got locked in the fucking door locked in the fucking room and he's like i don't i want to do a podcast now what the fuck is the matter with you talking about some Old-ass actor that no one's ever heard of died. Okay. Um, Yeah, Sid Haig died. The first question on the people also ask is, what is Sid Haig's nationality? I mean, he's definitely American, but he looks like he's kind of dark. He looks like um, he might be, I don't even know, like Pacific Islander? Just making a huge fucking... <laughs> for Hannah, um, huge fucking leap here. But he here. Let me look up this thing because he definitely said Heg uh, Vincent Price Award. There we go. Just like that. Nope, not even close. I spelled that wrong. Sorry, Vincent Price. Don't haunt me, Vincent Price. <sighs> it doesn't even say anything. Off. There it is. Sid Haig was honored at the third annual Price Award. Wow, he's the third recipient of it, probably. Third annual Price Award. Price marked. Damn, I knew he was gonna die. Like, if any he was just fucking looking. Oh, oh, fuck you, DreadCentral.com. Our ads are not dreadful. We promise. Ads help us generate so we can provide this content. No, I fucking, the exact fucking reason I put this on is so I can visit websites like this without shitty pop-ups. I'm not reading your fucking cock-sucking mother fucking stupid bullshit about ads. Sorry. Um, maybe Hollywood Horror Fest. Ooh, a blog. They don't have ads, right? Oh, Remy is primed to rip out of this fucking uh, room the second he gets a chance damn yeah no said Hag looks looked awful like he really lost a ton of weight doesn't he barely resembles himself poor guy rest in peace rest in power and how fucking amazing was a captain Spaulding character like will forever be a horror icon I'll get Captain Spaulding tattooed like right fucking now and not even just because like to memorialize him you know, like I was some huge diehard fan just because this Captain Spaulding character is so fucking cool. He steals the whole show in House of a Thousand Corpses and then plot twist for those of you <laughs> fucking casuals who've never seen House of a Thousand Corpses. He's in the end of the movie and when you think everything's good and they escaped the Firefly fire, flame, fire Firefly Family House and Dr. Satan and all that bullshit because Captain Spaulding picks up that one bitch, and then fucking Otis Driftwood, fucking chop top Bill Mosley himself pops up in the back, and you're like, oh my god, who knew who fucking could have seen it coming? Captain Spaulding was part of them the whole motherfucking time. I could have swore I owned the Devil's Rejects, and I spent like an unhealthy amount of time looking for it last night trying to watch it like after he died because i was like fuck i own house of a thousand corpses i've seen it like a thousand times it's i'm I'm good i wanted to see more devil's rejects devil's rejects was one of the first movies that i ever watched as a kid and i went oh this is traumatizing i was let's see when did fucking the devil's rejects come out devilsrejects.com Rehex. i can't spell no i didn't go to the devilsrejects.com shut up okay yeah i I was 10 years old when i watched the devil's rejects came out 2005 fucking this goddamn movie has this lady escaping the hotel room where these two killers three killers are terrorizing her family they skin this dude's face and put it on it was like her dad's face and she's terrified oh and then they like put it her fucking dad's face on her i think let me see oh my god i don't remember what happens yeah but anyways fucking Cuts. Oh, okay. Cut. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm reading the synopsis here. Adam's wife Wendy tries to escape out the bathroom window. Turns okay. Motel maid comes in the room. No, nope. only two. No. Anyways, she fucking runs out of the hotel room with someone else's face attached to her. do like her friend or husband or whomever, and then gets hit by a semi, a big diesel truck. And then the guts they show afterwards were so – I had never seen guts like that. And it looked like the bugs I used to kill, like the little psychopath future serial killer I was as a kid and maybe now still. Um, And it was disgusting and I – it was like – I don't know. There's a few things you watch in the world. Like maybe like someone slips a a grizzly gore video, like one of those – decapitation videos, one of those ISIS videos or something past you and you just and accidentally end up seeing it, like, and you just have that, like, cold, like, <gasps> like feeling on the inside and the air gets kind of pulled out of you, that's exactly how I felt the first time I saw that, and it just fucking traumatized me ever since, and I had no idea how much I would come to love these movies, at least The House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, I haven't seen the new one, who knows how good it is, um, but... It, I didn't even know House of a Thousand Corpses was the first one and The Devil's Rejects was a sequel until, like, years later. And I was like, wait, what? They're not—what the fuck? So that's when I was like, more Captain Spaulding. And then I had—did you, did you get them? Fucking quick and easy like that? That's amazing. Thank you. Oh, here. I don't know if you want to leave these with me. Like got a little bit of a crooked Perfect. There. That's okay. I don't need anyone looking that's at my like crooked like crutch. Douche, so. Yeah. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Come around. You want to come in? Hi, bud. He just left it for like five minutes to go sew my pants with his sewing machine. And I bought these pants down in flashbacks. There's a fucking hole in them. Down in flashbacks. That's not a thing. Down in Encinitas at the store. Flashbacks. I talked about it. You guys know. Whatever. But I bought them and there's a fucking mother cock sucking hole down the bottom. And he fixed them and they look perfect. God, I love my brother. Dude, Remy is back in here and he's not stoked. Alright. Alright, back back to back to my notes, maybe. Back to my notes. You guys good? You guys good? You guys good about the Sid Haig thing? I'm really sorry. There's all kinds of badass fucking actors in those movies. I really thought I owned the Devil's Rejects. I don't know where they are. Where it is. If I do own it. What happened? Where the fuck is it? Don't even fucking know, but yeah, I went and saw Rambo: Last Blood with my dad's being a gore. Fucking, I saw Rambo: Last Blood with my dad. Super normal thing to do, me and him. I saw First Blood when I was a kid with him. He showed it to me. We watched it. It was amazing. It blew my mind. I was like, "Wow, this is like." icon you know when you know you're watching something good when you're a kid and it's like this is a big deal i have to pay attention that's how it felt this one not so much (laughs) the first like opening like five minutes was good and then i don't know what it is about this movie but this is gonna come off arguably sexist but all of the female actor actors in the movie sucked Like, so bad. It was so atrociously bad. It was, like, the most painful, like, fucking, what do they call that? When it's a one-dimensional acting, like, I've ever seen. And then you think the movie's going to suck. He has to go, like, he has this goddaughter, niece, whatever you want to call her. She goes to go find her real dad in Mexico. Turns out he's a piece of shit, just like he warned her not to do. And Remy, Remy, stop it. This isn't the fucking scratch etiquette podcast. The bad etiquette podcast. But isn't that bad etiquette? Shut the fuck up. Did you hear him just scoff at me? Remy. Remy. Dude, this talk's a trip. Anyways, he's staring at the fucking door. Staring on my bed, ready to like attack. Like like, like we're getting ready to fucking fight Jason Voorhees or something so anyways the girl goes down to mexico obviously exactly what everyone's afraid of happening when you go down to mexico you run into a bunch of mexicans <laughs> i'm just kidding um she she gets fucking roofied and she at a nightclub because her little chola friend sold her out or whatever took her fucking nice little bracelet and was like got you bitch tricked you your dad's an asshole i got your bracelet and now we human trafficked your ass turned her into a honda civic in the lineup And, um, I don't even know how Rambo finds out. How does he find out? Oh, okay. Anyways, eventually he finds out that she went down there against, like, you know, his advice. And he's like, oh, shit, gotta go find her. Goes look for her. Remy, do you really want out that bad? Jesus Christ, what an asshole. What an asshole. Me or you, who knows? Just go. Just go. Just go. I don't want you in here anyways. Breaking my heart over here. And Remy left. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. 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 Let's compose myself. Is this thing even still recording? You guys still listening? Yeah, it is. Cool. Sorry. Sorry about everything. Um Yeah. Fucking goes down to Mexico. Has to find, you know, intimidates the little chola friend that they already knew, you know. They're like, oh, this fucking this girl's bad news. <sighs> intimidates her, has her take him to the fucking nightclub, and he grabs, like, one of these, like, low-hanging fruit on the cartel side of things, you know? Just one of the guys who's hanging out there. Follows him into the parking lot where he's, like, gonna bang this freaking gordita girl, and the girl gets, like, what happens? She, I don't know. She fucking screams, runs off, whatever. Dude, I don't even know how to tell you guys this. The movie has sucked up until this point. Like, fucking really bad. Like, I wanted to leave. I wasn't going to tell anything to my dad. He paid for it. We're sitting there. thought we were going to watch Rambo. Super awesome. This was not what either of us were expecting. This mother fucker. Get, oh, my God. He stabs Rambo, stabs the guy with the butt of a knife into like his fucking collarbone area and then sticks the big fucking 10 inch Rambo knife into his thigh, trying to find out what happened to his little fucking goddaughter or whatever, Gabriella, And grabs the dude's collarbone and pulls it out. Just fucking pulls it out. Just trying to figure out where to do it. That's all I'm going to tell you. No more spoilers. But it is easily gorier than any horror movie that came out this year. It's like Saw Gory. It's like Jason Voorhees kills Gory. It makes no fucking sense. I wish there was just like... Oh, dude, there's this great montage where he kills a bunch of dudes to this really cool Doors song. Highly recommend that part. Like the whole movie, for what it was, worth it to me just because of this scene where he kills a bunch of guys to a Doors song. Played on like a cassette. That's so fucking cool. I highly highly recommend but also I don't really it was like a slasher film dude it was like an exploitation movie it was like a 1970s just fucking stabbing and cutting people up motherfucking gory crazy murdery heads blown apart fucking insane like the first half of the movie is fucking god-awful then it just turns into this whole new fucking i wish the whole movie was like that it was like a tarantino movie but um like with you know horror movie like gore just like more gore you know uh, it was like the end of once upon a time in hollywood but for like a whole half of a movie was, or the whole third act it was amazing highly recommend that part at least is there anything better than walking into your bedroom just like the smell the familiarity the like atmosphere your odors your own personal space it's like the spot that you spent years in it's comfort you've had nothing but comfort comfortable sadness comfortable pain comfortable processing you just think out your life in these fucking bedrooms i love bedrooms like, mine, specifically, is what I mean. I, You know, you spend years in a place. You go through so many phases. You are so many people in this one room. And it's like your charging station. It's like your battery pack reload. It's like your fucking human garage, you know? I don't even... I'm not even high, sorry. But it just... Fucking... Ugh. I love bedrooms. I got home today from this sexual harassment meeting, you know, and no, it wasn't, I wasn't the only one in the meeting. It wasn't just about me, but geez, I felt like the whole thing was directed at me. Ugh. I work alone too. Anyways, I came home and like, I was walking up the stairs and I could like smell my room. Not like a bad odor, not like it stank, not like it stunk. I mean it probably does to you guys but to me it was just like i smell like the air like the windows cracked open a little bit there's like clean laundry on like my desk a bunch of shirts rolled up and then there's my fucking i don't even know like a faint little pot smoke smell maybe i don't even know but then it's like you know when you get in your room and you know your pillow and blanket and sheets are gonna be cool to the touch and you're like oh no this is where i'm supposed to be this is exactly where i'm supposed to be right now and you just walk in and just all of your anxiety vanishes all of your thoughts and worries and concerns and whatever you just carried in with you that from earlier in the day just you just leave it at the door you just leave your flowers by the door so to speak it fucking oh, i loved it I wish I could walk into my bedroom with that feeling. It's like a drug. I'm addicted. It's one of my favorite feelings. Absolutely addicted to it. Feels great. Fucking just. You guys know what I mean? Does this make any sense to you guys? You guys are like, <laughs> I just go sleep and masturbate. I don't know what you're talking about. In, in your bedroom, not just anywhere, guys. And girls, guys and girls and among other people. I determined you're um, a man, a woman, or you're annoying. There's no other genders. Cause It's like you're either a, a dude or a chick or you're fucking annoying and you're looking for attention and you just got to, like, change things. <laughs> now nah, I just, nah, just like, shift gears, try to be all fucking, like, sociopolitical and shit. I don't give a shit. They, them, whatever. You say they, them all you want. I know you're a girl. It's stupid. Don't fuck with me. Why are you why are you making this hard? Why do I have to read extra words? Shut up. As soon as that like I'm on someone's profile or like on Instagram and it's they, them, pronouns. I'm like, oh, fucking good, good God. Just, just never mind. Because I know I know it's just gonna be you at like a a protest with your sign any any day. Just like every day. It's just like, but don't you know anything? It's like that was your art project for the day going to be a whole lot of feeling under the weather today don't know why oh my anxiety and my depression got to me don't know why just like making everything difficult on you on yourself you like people like that who just do not have any self-awareness but are just trying to, like, constantly be aware of what everyone else is doing and how they operate and what they say, and they have to, like, go go on witch hunts and fucking dumb shit like that. It's exhausting. You ever have, like, an interaction with a friend online? It's like you and one other friend, you guys kind of joke in, and it's a, it's a forum where you guys can, you know, make an inside joke, kind of public, and then someone takes, like, a side... And it's like, ew, dude, fuck off. Like, no one. You know, you kind of have to blame yourself because you're like, ah, oh, I basically invited everyone into this. Now I look like the bad guy because I was like doing a goof on my friend and fuck that shit. Shit's stupid. Also, Stallone looked so fucking goddamn ripped in Last Blood. Holy shit. Let's see. Let's see. What is Sil. Sylvester Stallone look like naked no look no oh I'm literally just like stream of consciousness fucking typing like an idiot okay Sylvester Stallone hey how you doing oh fuck what was I gonna put Sylvester Stallone shirtless that's right I want to see what this fucking old motherfucker looks like shirtless you know, most people that, like, look at porn on their fucking computers, I'm literally just looking at, like, old action movie stars on steroids and what they look like shirtless because of it. Because I'm trying to figure out, like, hmm, who has the best steroid body when I finally get old enough to, like, you know, break the law for the first time ever in my entire life do steroids? I'm just kidding. Jeez, dude, he's fucking... sh it! Fucking insane dude has a one, two, three, four, five, seven. That's a six pack, but Jesus fucking titty shit in Christ. Is that is that him here? He looks great right there. How much does he fucking weigh to where his arms have his arms are like a topographical map of veins right there. That's in fucking insane. That's something I don't have. I don't have any vascularity. I can be doing deadlifts and fucking bench pressing and kettlebell swings and fucking 70 pound dumbbell rows and just fucking curls and doing my little ab wheel and shit. But veins remain beneath the muscle. Like they're just, they're not doing it. It takes me, you know, like when people get like, get a little bit of arm workout going, they get a good pump going, they have that like big vein down the middle of the bicep. I have never, ever, ever fucking had that in my life. I don't even I don't even know how you get it. I don't even think I have those. I don't think I'm really human. I think I'm just a fucking uh animatronic asshat. That's me, like hundred percent. Look at these dude. I'm just so many fucking shirtless stallone shredded motherfucking looking pics. This bad motherfucker. And he's only gotten bigger, he's only gotten more shredded shirtless. Uh, let's see if he has a shirtless. What, how old is he? 73. I knew that. I looked at this shit yesterday. Sorry, I'm just rambling here, as you know. Uh, I don't really see many fucking... Uh, here he is. Uh, he's still in better shape than anyone I've ever seen at his age. Oh, isn't that kind of gross, though? Like When people like... Oh my god, that's not real. Hold on. This is not a real picture. How? That's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's a Stallone eight pack. And that's fake. What website is it? That's a YouTube fucking Photoshop bullshit. Might as well have been a fucking Shane Dawson thumbnail. Oh, how insane. I don't even understand. I don't. What kind of steroids does he do? That's what I'm here for trying to figure out what kind of steroids all the fucking fucking big motherfuckers do what kind of oh here i have to like actually do it what kind of steroids does sylvester stallone do there we go human growth hormone well you don't fucking say did Sylvester Stallone take steroids? What kind of fuck? How is that the first... Re- oh, my God. bunch of fucking idiots on the internet like me. Did Sylvester Stallone take any steroids? Are you... Re- oh, my God. It's all it is. Uh, this is so... Do actors take steroids for roles? Uh, I don't know. Is water wet? The drug costs up to $3,000 a month. (laughs) No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Taken along with steroids. I think they're talking about a human growth one. Taken along with steroids, $50 to $150 per month to help build muscle. The results can be startling. Hollywood trainer Happy Hill, who has helped sculpt Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Philippe estimates that some twenty percent of actors use PEDs, performance enhancing drugs. To fucking casuals out there, to bulk up and define. That's the like lowest amount of number. Like they definitely, maybe twenty percent legally do it. If maybe you're saying twenty percent of actors, like ever, like out of all one hundred percent of the actors in the world, only twenty percent do. That's still a lot. Cause I'm sure only like 20% of them are fucking action movie stars. You guys see, you know, I was going to go, you guys see fucking Wolverine's body, but I'm not even going to go there. It doesn't even fucking matter. It's like, all I look up is like horror movies and fucking steroided out action stars and old baseball players and what kind of fucking juice they were on. Oh, if I got, if I ever get in shape, just know, like, there's no fucking way I did that because I'm disciplined. I had to use some steroids because I'll forever be a fucking dumb fat bitch. Excuse me. Stretching. I don't think I'll ever get there. I mean, I've gotten in shape, but I'll never be like ugh, shredded without it. Probably, probably not. I don't see. I don't see anyone who's like goals without it. You understand? how long are we doing how long are we doing what is this you guys ready you guys ready to call it a day <sighs> excuse me hannah doesn't wipe <sighs> okay finally got my fucking book dude i don't know if i told you guys about this but i was in encinitas and i was trying to look at this fucking look for this book i went to like two different bookstores i even thought about going to barnes and noble like a cuck i still go there anyways but i was looking for the rings of saturn by wg sebald 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 You ever, like, read a name and it just doesn't quite flow off the tongue enough for you to be convinced it's said that way? W.G. Sebald. S-E-B-A-L-D. It's definitely S-E and then bald, so Sebald. But it's like, is it like Sebald, like Sebald, or is it like Sebald? Or is it Sebald, or is it Sebald? Like, I need to fucking know. I don't need to know, but I'm really annoyed by it. But yeah, The Rings of Saturn. Anyway, since you guys asked about the book that I'm bitching about, The Rings of Saturn, with its curious archive of photographs, records a walking tour of the eastern coast of England. A few of the things which cross the path and mind of its narrator, who is both, who both is and is not, Sebald, are Lonely Eccentrics, Sir Thomas Brown's Skull, a matchstick model of the Temple of Jerusalem, recession-hit seaside towns, Wooded Hills, Joseph Conrad, Rembrandt's anatomy lesson, the natural history of the herring, the massive bombings of World War II, the Dowager Empress C, and the silk industry in Norwich. Doesn't that sound fascinating? Why would you get such a fucking stale cup of tea spilled on my boring shoes with holes in them in the depths of England, Dallas, you ask? I don't know. Here's why. Here's why. This is literally why it's the fucking blurb on the front of the book that i read somewhere it said it says it's uh roberta silman the new york times book review whoever she is this is what she had to say about it stunning and strange ellipsis, like a dream you want to last forever okay you got me that's amazing i like it and then anthony lane from the new yorker said he is an addiction and one buttonholed by his books you have neither the wish nor the will to Yourself away. That sounds amazing. Is it amazing? We'll find out. It's like 300 more pages than I wanted it to be. How many pages is it? It is 293 pages. It's 300 more pages than I wanted it to be. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't even know. I just, I'll tell you guys how it is. I'll have my own little book club, see if I can finish it before Thanksgiving. Probably not. Also, coming up on, I think this is the last podcast before we go into Sober October. So this weekend, if you guys see me on the 28th, 29th, fucking buy me a drink, smoke me a joint with me, smoke me, a, smoke me a joint. Can't talk. Maybe you shouldn't give me any drugs or alcohol. I'm already brain dead. <sighs> yeah, no. Maybe I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm just gonna cool it the rest of the. Just go into sober October, having already been sober, uh, and I'm gonna stay off Facebook for a while. Stay off Facebook for the month too. I just feel so much better. You know, Facebook's so toxic. You don't even realize how fucking toxic toxic it is. Just your friends bitching and then like politics you don't care about, fake news headlines, and then like misconstrued shit they send your way. Can't even respect it, man. Facebook sucks. Let's go on Facebook. Let's see if there's something. This is like one of my cardinal rules I should not be breaking where it's like, oh, talking about what something that happened on social media is not interesting. But we're going to see. We're going to see. Well, I don't know. I'm probably going to prove my point. There's nothing interesting going on um, social media right now. It's just like an ad, a Google ad, a fucking... Re- people reminding me you said Haig's dead. Nothing else is loading. Um, people still think Facebook stories are okay. There's, some, there's one thing I will never do, like intentionally. And that's watch your fucking Facebook story. You're garbage if you think... If you think that I'm watching it, or that I like it, or that I give a shit about your fucking Facebook story, there's so many other places, so many other places to put a story. Snapchat, Instagram. I barely watch your fucking Snapchat stories, that dumb fucking shit. So fucking grainy still. I can tell who has a Android when I go on Snapchat. <sighs> Yeah, this shit's uninteresting. I don't care. Oh, Jonah Hill's eyed for secret role opposite Robert Pattinson in the Batman. He's going to be the Penguin, right? He's going to be the Penguin. He's going to be the villain. He's going to be the Penguin. That's who he's going to be. That's how it's going to happen. The fat guy is going to play the fat villain, and we knew it. That's all there is to it. (sighs) Yeah, there's nothing else going on. It's just like memes of offensive shit that I can't say on here and <sighs> Yeah, there's nothing Facebook's fucking garbage. Can't wait to fucking delete this dumb fucking shit. I do keep it for the memories button though. That's so cool. Memories just gets just get just to get to see what an idiot you were. Ugh. <sighs> See if I said anything completely reprehensible as a human and that I should be canceled for. Um, Hmm. nope, nothing so far. Nothing so far. I used to watch Derek on Netflix. Do you guys remember that show with the fucking uh, Ricky Gervais? Is he canceled too? I heard people don't like him, which is, makes no sense. God, I remember I just, I just used to be into Batman and... And masturbating and punk rock and like that was it. That's like all I had. I just fucking all I know. And fucking like quotes from movies. Fucking that's it. That's all that was on Facebook. And now it's just like toxic shit. And I'm part of the problem. Don't get me wrong. I when I say it's toxic, fake news, fucking misconstrued bullshit. I know. Some of it's me. Some of it is my fault. I've no one else to blame but myself, and I will. All right, let's get the fuck off the internet. Fucking garbage. Okay. Um, I don't know. That's the podcast for the week. I was going to have honey cut over just a bullshit, but mm, I got to give you guys something. you guys have any uh questions, comments, bad advice you'd like um shoot me a DM, send me a tweet, send me an email. You always email questions, comments, inquiries. If you want to be a guest, and like if you're listening and you like earnestly want to be a guest, I forget. I've run into people. This is gonna sound so douchey. I'm sorry. I already sound. I already know what a cunt I sound like. I run into people all the time. come in, like, hey, I'll be on the podcast because I think everyone just wants to be a part of something and to have fun. And I feel like this is fun. It's fun for me. Why wouldn't it be fun for someone else? Like kick it. And you probably heard someone else on here having fun. Maybe. Hopefully. Um. Fucking. Just remind me, guys. I forget. I told a bunch of people. And I still want all of them on the podcast in some way, shape, or form. I'd love to. Just fucking come on over. Maybe maybe this one doesn't come out. Maybe this one um, gets replaced by one of you fuckers and we just scrup, scrap it. Yeah. Um, October going to ramp things up. I'm going to be sober. Going to be totally sober. No weed. No mushrooms. No LSD. No PCP. That's the hardest one. Uh, no alcohol. No alcohol. I'm still gonna use hand sanitizer and a CBD, non psychoactive CBD, because uh, I'm going to jujitsu. You can't just not use CBD, you fucking fucking idiots. Come on, oh, dude. Last time I was at jujitsu, oh, I just felt like it was it was a big deal. The game was stepped up. The game was stepped up. I don't know how to describe it any other way. This has been another edition of the Bad Etiquette Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Bronson. Remy the dog is downstairs, and I will see you guys next week. Matt Diaz forever. Thank you, and good night.